The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shot streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. It is Wednesday at high noon at the Star in Frisco, and that can mean only one thing. It's time for mix shots. You were thinking of another thing, weren't you? <laughs> we are live inside the SWBC podcast studio. Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola, and everybody on time today. Yes. Victor- yes. So that makes this a victory Wednesday. <laughs> Although... I. Although, tell us, tell us, could have been late. You could have been, been late, but what you're happened not. to you, Spags? Well, the, the elevator door was struggling to open. <laughs> not at this facility. <laughs> no, huh? Oh, at a different facility. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. oh no, he said. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll throw this out to start the show, and then we won't dwell on it. But I asked Everson when I walked in the door, "What's the greatest medical invention of all time?" And you said, "X-rays." X-rays. Okay. Mickey said, "Figuring out arthroscopic procedures, surgery." And I said, "The invention of ibuprofen (laughs) and Tylenol is the greatest invention of all time." Bill uh, is is, uh, having to arrive at four thirty in the morning. (laughs) Caught up with you. Three hours sleep yesterday, and then I got ten hours sleep overnight. But I could feel it coming on on the charter coming back, and it was allergies. Oh wow! And and during the show yesterday, well, I didn't. I I, it started coming on yesterday. As you as you get older, right? And uh, well, no, it was just. Just, this is, and I understand ragweed is going crazy okay, right now. Gotcha. But anyway, um, I could feel it. It's one of those things you could feel it coming on at the uh, at a certain time, and then there it is. Okay, it was on the flight home, and during the show yesterday, I had the sniffles. Okay, and um, so my wife said, "Take some allergy, take an allergy pill." Cleared it up like that, but mm-hmm. I've got the sore throat issue. It's allergies. And um, and so before I left the house, took some Tylenol, and I feel great now. So you t- you greatest have, in- have medical invention of all time, Tylenol <laughs> I, or I, I don't have them uh, identified, Yeah, but I think I, at times, I am, have some. Yeah, It's this time of the I, year, it, too, it, yeah. the fall. As a matter of fact, yesterday we are taping press conference uh, live, and live, we're not taped. And I so can you... feel something right here, right? <laughs> and when you're on camera, you can't go like that, right? And I'm going, what's worse if somebody could see something? I felt like that throughout no, the show. No, no, through... the light would catch it. Yeah. I felt like that the, throughout yeah. the show yesterday. So, so you caught the allergies from me. Yeah, probably. And, and it was like, okay, I can't do it. And, and, and it's like, I don't even know if something's there. But right. it, <laughs> it feels like it. It feels yeah. like it. It's like it, right? when you wear masks sometimes. And then you when we finally went to, uh, and, and of course, McCarthy showed up like 15 minutes into press conference live. He was supposed to start at 4. He got there about 4.10. So you had to fill time. So we had to fill time. And I'm going, oh, can you just show us? <laughs> <laughs> so he, what did you learn from that? The great segue into Mike McCarthy yesterday. What have you learned since Monday night? What have and you by learned, the way, this being a short week, yes. the uh, team was uh, players were available uh, this morning. Not very hour. many of them. Uh, well, they were. As a matter of fact, I saw one who will go unnamed uh, walked into the locker room kind of late in our session mm-hmm. and he looked in 
there was hardly any players there. He saw all the media, and he goes, oh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> Back to normal. And he, and he kind of turned around. That sounded like a veteran. He went that into was a the veteran. training in the training room. That was a veteran. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. That yeah. yeah. It was pretty funny. I said, okay, that's no surprise. Mm-hmm. So uh, as we get prepared for Washington this week, this isn't your typical Wednesday because they're coming off the Monday and night game. And it's basically going to be a, a, a late afternoon walkthrough today. Mm-hmm. They're just showing up for the meeting. They're supposed to start. I think now at, at noon. Um, so yeah, he kind of delayed everything so everybody can feel. And they're young, right? But you feel so. It, so ibuprofen right? can. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, 20, 30 years ago, when you used to get back off those charters like that or do the red eye from LA. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, no. Well, the deal. players are all sleeping on the charter. Yeah, I, I know. Mean, but it's still uh-huh. trash. It's not the same. Right? It's not the same. I, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I never, uh, never took that stuff. I think I think it was just a glutton for punishment. Yeah, you know, like I deserve this pain, you from, know, I, from just being tired, tired and and sore from a game. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I would never take anything. I'm, I'm glad I didn't. You, yeah. you find out about uh, uh, what is Ansley, uh, Kenny Easley, Kenny Easley, oh, yeah. uh, my classmate. I'm sorry. Yeah. And uh, man, he took so many. The, the, the yeah. lining in his stomach uh, oh, became yeah. compromised. Yeah. yeah, just because he was hurting all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I didn't get into that because I probably would have been that guy that takes them way too often. So I I, I do have some locker room updates all right. for you. Uh, I bumped into, well, it didn't bump. Uh, we passed, let's say that, in the hallway with Dak, and I looked at him and Don't I go, bump into him. I see, yeah, right. I didn't want to say I bumped into him or ran into him. Right. I don't want to do that. Mm. And I and, and I said, so I said, can I shake hands with you, right hand to right hand? He goes, yeah, but lightly. Mm. <laughs> I wouldn't shake. And before the game, he was later. shaking hands. Yeah, right-handed. Right, uh, but he probably had the little protective covering on it. Well, he didn't now. This and the stitches are out. Right. Yeah. Right. So. I, I told you the story yesterday about Parcells checking on the guy with bad ribs. No? No, you didn't. So I was or saying I'm going to go. Have, you may have told the story we weren't listening. Somebody else, right, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, no I one heard it from me. I, I mentioned, I mentioned <laughs> to somebody. From noon to 1245, no one heard it. I mentioned you. to somebody today, I guess, the, you know, the check's going to be can, can Dak shake hands with me, right? And, and so it, Parcells. When he was here, and I don't remember who it was, somebody had a rib injury. And he kept saying, yeah, I'm good, I'm good to go, and Parcells wasn't buying it. And one day in the locker room, he came up from behind him and slapped him in the ribs. And the guy about jumped out of his <laughs> shoes. He goes, yeah, you're yeah, ready. Yeah, you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> he was the So best. that's what I was saying. I'm going to shake hands with Dak and see if he's oh, ready, man. right? I was only with him for a year, so I didn't get to hate him. So yeah, cool. yeah I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. I enjoyed it for four yeah. years. But anyway, uh, Michael Gallup mentioned that he said that um, he, he it was sort of his decision. He said he just didn't feel like himself uh, and didn't think it was it was time to go. And he said that's kind of what everybody's told me about that injury. It's like make sure you feel right. Don't go out there until you have confidence in yourself. Uh, so, nice to have a win to go with yeah. that so that he doesn't have to be under much pressure. And so he, he sounded like, you know, he sounded encouraged about, uh, he sounded encouraged about this week. Uh, as he pointed out, he goes, we've got a lot of games to play. I want to be there for the whole time, mm-hmm. which is smart on his part, right? Uh, he said, you just got to make sure you feel your old self. So... 
and he said, I wanted to get out there. It's hard to keep watching. Mm -hmm. uh, so saw that. Um, and how about this? It's in the Cowboys release. And they go on the front page here, if you guys can see, it says, by the numbers. And there's a 19 there. Mm -hmm. So I'm going through it, and it says the Cowboys have held all three opponents to no more than or 20 points, mm -hmm. 19 or less. And it goes on to say, this is the first time Dallas has held an opponent under 20 points in the first three games of a season since 1974. Wow. 1974. You got to go back to Bob Lilly, Leroy Jordan, Mel Renfro, Cliff Harris, Cornell Green, D.D. Lewis. Ooh, man. Remember those days, Bill? I do remember those days. He guys growing up, right? No, no, I no, don't. I also remember, remember the 1974 <laughs> season was not a great season and, in Cowboys history. Yeah, but it was still a winning season. They just didn't make it to the playoffs. That's right. right. That's, and by those standards, then, that was not a great eight season. And, mm -hmm. Eight and at six. All. With all right? of those guys we just named. Uh-huh, that's yeah. right. And that was all. It was like the only time over an 18-year period or something like that. It was that almost the all there. The I was part of the 84 team that also. Same thing, didn't make it to the playoffs. Ten years Later, yeah, but at least you were. What would you finish in uh, '84? You were. Yeah, we were a winning season. Ten and yeah, ten and six. Yeah, it was a winning season. And even that year, they were eight and six. You just got off to that slow start. Mm -hmm. But yeah, all those guys in that team. So wait, wait, wait. They got off to a slow start, didn't they? I don't remember. You just in told 74? me. You just told me. Okay, it was '74. That was okay. Was the yeah. year I got yeah. you? Yeah, that yeah. was yes. the last year. Yes. But that was a lot. Okay, you're saying that that was the last year they limited a team, team to the first three opponents three first to three less, opponents. no more yeah. than twenty points. So that's a good start. Maybe it was a good start. <laughs> I was thinking they got off to a. Slow no, the start. offense sucked. That's what it was. I mean, the fact that you can In my media, guy. you can hold it to that, and you still do don't do well. I would imagine they had some quarterback problems, probably. Because if you're going to be that well defense, that good defensively, right, and then you still don't make the playoffs. That's a tough one. That means that they had some issues in other areas. So what, All right, what 74, the they scores? opened the season with a win, 24 nothing at Atlanta. All right. Okay. That's nice. Then a loss at Philadelphia, 13-10. to A loss against the Giants, 14-6. to So they only gave up 27 points those first three games. So does that qualify a, loss, a slow start then, a, Bill Jones? That, that is a slow start. So it didn't matter that it uh, gets back to your point that you got to score points in this <laughs> league, right? And then they lost to Minnesota, 23-21. Then they started scoring some points finally, but they still lost at St. Louis, 31-28. It was a 1-4 and four start to that season. Wow. And then they rattled off four straight wins, won seven of their next eight games, but uh, lost the season finale and finished eight and six and did not make the playoffs. Yeah. You got to tell six. me who the quarterback was. Well, the I think it would have been quarterback Dan. situation included Roger Staubach starting at quarterback. And of and course, that was Clint Longley. Thanksgiving. Uh, coming in. Uh, actually. We're talking 74, That's you right. said. Coming in on Thanksgiving in the 24-23 win when Staubach got knocked Over out of the game. Washington, Over Washington, by the way. That's right. That the Washington people still remember. 
Which brings us to this week. That's right. I remember Drew running by the safety for that last touchdown, right? Is that the one? We were, mm-hmm. we were, That's in, right. we were in Georgetown. The mad bummer, year, Clint Longley. Mm-hmm. One year before the Cowboys game, I think it was uh, maybe it was a Monday night game. It was Sunday and just kind of sitting at a place. And uh, we were talking, and the guy noticed that or kind of heard us talking about the Cowboys. He goes, how do you guys know so much about the Cowboys? And we said, well, we, we cover them. Uh, and, and he goes, well. I'm a Redskins fan, and he goes in. I just know that still they ruined my Thanksgiving that year. I still get sick to my stomach thinking about that Calm quarterback down. coming. Calm he, down. This, this was you had twenty five years. Your life been like twenty five or thirty years later. Twenty five years to yeah. where that still bothers yeah. you that it's much. It still bothered him to bring it up. Man. Sports fans, I love them, but sometimes they are, as they say, extra. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, anything else out of the locker room that you'd like to pass along? That one, that one. Um, so you're thinking Tyler Gallup, Smith, got, as yeah, it stands probably, on Wednesday, probably Gallup is going. Of course, we were saying so. that on Friday last right. week. Yeah. So. Hey, long as he if he don't feel right, then don't come. And Dax, as not long as they win on Sunday, <laughs> that's it. And Dax not going. Let's like we know that start you know, right. not start all that. And and I would think next week is still somewhere. Did he rule out Sunday said, when he, he walked by? No, you? he said nothing. Okay. To the because he didn't rule it out on Monday. Yeah. Well, <laughs> number one, the bones got to heal. Uh huh. And you know you can. Everybody says well, you can't force it. I said no, there's no forcing. It either is or it isn't. Mm-hmm. Right. Number two. You got to be able to grip the ball. Number three, when you take the snap, it kind of hits your top hand yeah. right by the thumb. So there's a lot going on. I there. wonder if they'll lay off the under center snaps and just go just go shotgun the whole time. I mean, well, I guess you me, could if you think about it. But you still got to let's catch be it. safe. Yeah, you got to catch it, but it's not the same as if it's coming from under center. That's interesting. And I I wonder if he can. Hey, I can't play with a glove on. You can't throw with a glove. Right. I mean, even in the cold, they don't throw it. Well, no, uh, Teddy B, Teddy Bridgewater, he plays the glove. Maybe on. in the rain. <laughs> two but... gloves. Teddy, two gloves. <laughs> you know, he, he plays with gloves. And on. I didn't. I never realized Brady plays with one on his left hand. Because right. I saw him mispractice all. So it was the pre, not last week, the week Orleans before. Yeah. It was, he mispracticed the whole week. And then I saw early in the game he took a snap from center and fumbled it. And I said, aha. And then I saw the glove was on his left hand. Yeah. I thought it was on his right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like, okay, yeah, sandbaggers. Big old sleeve, white sleeve yeah, on his yeah. uh, hand. And I thought something, up was, his arm. something was up. But, that, you know, but then the next week. You know, week, he didn't he go fighting a, for that, foot, that loose football on that snap well, either. He had a fi- and he had a finger the next <laughs> He's week. He's smart. Yeah. He, 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 he didn't he, dive in there to grab it. You don't get to be that age by quarterback be a dummy. Especially if it's the center's fault. Yeah, you picked the thing up, right? All right, well, let's take a, our first break here, and we dig a further into Mickey's legal pad here on Mix Shots in just a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. 
Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar & Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. To mixed shots. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> K-Post Cowboy. roofing and waterproofing <laughs> from your corporate homes to your home. Have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, kpostcompany.com. I started, see, I've edited this read. You because have? you don't. The whole you didn't read. edit it very well. No, no. <laughs> I always start off with Cape Post roofing and waterproofing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Well, this time I started with the copy. Okay. And if you go with the copy, it never mentions Cape Post of the, roofing yes. and waterproofing until they give the website. You got that from me when I read the other no, day. No, I've been doing it for thing. a year. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got started on the wrong one because I was getting ready for the yeah, second Yeah, you supposed rate. to do on the other one, man. Well, that's next. Okay. That Can't explains wait. the false start there for this segment. Now Mickey's going to make up for himself <laughs> here. And um, all right, Cowboys were able to run the football against the Giants. They were. A key to that victory was running the football. So that the must meant the offensive line was doing something right? Yep. Um Tyler Smith talking about how he feels like he's getting better each week. Uh, he's learning that he's got to get off uh, on the snap and get to his spot as soon as possible. One of the keys that he said Jason Peters keeps uh, pounding into his head, my words, not his, mm. uh, that you just got to get off on the snap and get to your spot first. Uh, don't let that guy dictate to you. Uh, and he felt more comfortable. He looked more comfortable, right? And he said it's uh, uh, it's really helped being around Jason Peters. He said he kind of explains things to me in a way that he kind of simplifies things. Uh, so not only is Peters think about the like, age difference there, uh, twenty <laughs> right. what eighteen he, years, twenty one and forty. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, he's a father figure too, yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not a big brother, no, no. Nope. 
Maybe an Italian family. Right? Could <laughs> I have a lot of kids? Could be. Could be. Uh, could be. Right? Yeah, could, could yeah. be. You have a yeah. baby at twenty. Could. <laughs> yep. So anyway, he was he was talking about how great it is to you know have him around and uh, be in his ear and you know actually playing next to him and uh, so yeah that that was good and here's another one for you and Cavante uh, Turpin. Uh, so Noah was around him. I went up to him and I go, so when you started this, did you think after three games you'd be leading the league in punt return average? And he goes, you know, somebody just hit me up with that. I didn't realize it till just a moment ago. So he's averaging 16.3 yards a return, number one in the National Football League, direct from Poland. Mm. Imagine this guy was trying to get in the league. I mean, he was in four or five different leagues yes. over that yeah. period that it took him at one point to Poland. So, uh, what the hell was in Poland? There, there was, was some a, sort a, of Europe, a European, European professional, professional football league yeah. that he played. They didn't in. want him in the USFL. I mean, no, no he, he was in that. the USFL. Okay. He was going to be big. That was that was, was okay. Before. The USFL was this past spring. That's when they had their hiatus, right in between. And so seasons. last fall, yes. it was like August. Of last year. Yeah. And I know this just because when I was doing the preseason games, I researched all this. He was playing for a team in Poland uh, in August of last year. And it was uh, he was he was signed and, and played like the last four or five games of their was season. Was it American football? Yeah. It, American football in, in Poland. Poland. It was like it was not called NFL Europe, you no. know, like the old. It, it had it, some. But it was European it was a prof- professional uh, football league, American football. Was it sanctioned at all by any not American by the NFL? Football? I don't. Believe you know, there so. were some coaches that with with. And it was almost an instructional thing. You know how. But but it still had Coach to Joe. Coach Joe went over. Yeah. Yes, and was coaching in yeah. Italy, right? Yeah. And it was kind of that same that But same that's still thing. a part of an NFL program, I'm I thinking. don't think it was. Wow. It, it was the, I just have it, Europa League, or, or maybe, maybe I can't read my writing, European League. The Roklaw Panthers in Poland is who he played for. And a coaching advisor in the, to that team in that league was Gary Kubiak. By the way, mm-hmm. and uh, so there was some American NFL influence in the league in some capacity. Yeah, it was almost yeah. a, an instructional type thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And then he had played in that f- uh, fan football, whatever. But uh, uh, the other thing on the European league, the, some of the s- same team names as what we had in NFL Europe twenty years ago. The Frankfurt Galaxy. His debut was against. The, remember, yeah. His debut was against the Frankfurt Galaxy. And the Berlin Thunder he played against, and so they're still. But it, it, it's a they they just took on those same team uh, names, names, nicknames yeah. that they had when NFL Europe was going on. Could there. you imagine how bleak his out <laughs> the outlook was for him at that time? I mean, I know Poland's a beautiful place, but you know to think of it as, and play NFL football. How many people came to the games? How many teams did you have? But even even beyond that, you know, he played in what was called the Fan Controlled Football League, which is a seven on seven indoor that. league that was all the games were played in Atlanta last year. At the Pullman Yards in Atlanta, <laughs> I mean, he had some spectacular highlights. And just watching those highlights of him, and I remembered him, of course, from TCU. Yeah. But this was three or four years after he was at TCU, and um, to see, especially in the indoor league, you could really see his ability his to catch the football, and his you know, and yeah. short game type stuff. Like if you, you know, get him on a 
crossing route or whatever and get the football in his hands. Give him not, that much room. Yeah, just yeah. give him some some get room in space. Room. Get him out I of mean, the living could, room. I mean, he could he could turn, make a catch, and take off with it. Yeah. I want to He's see an, natural I to see an indoor, indoor football game, and it was like watching people play in my den. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what it felt like. <laughs> and you know, we're giving him that much room after being in so confined. Yeah. I could just imagine he just. I, for the young listeners out there, those under the age of thirty, uh, it, it's like playing in a phone booth. Uh, you don't know what a phone booth is, but <laughs> for us, we we can imagine. It's that. kind of alarming though <laughs> when I when I saw it. I mean, just all those hard. You didn't hits. go to any of the indoor games. I did. I did. I went to one in Amarillo. What about the, the Dallas Desperados the here? Desperados. No, I didn't. I, didn't. You know, I remember no. doing a game. I covered those games. I, I, I did no. radio and TV for them Damn, a couple of times. I did, too. I did, <laughs> too. And, in fact, uh, Rocket Ismail was a, the uh, analyst on one of the games we did on television, and he spent the entire game just mesmerized by it. He, his he comment, was ready to go out there His commentary was, oh, my God, look <laughs> at this. <laughs> well, it's kind of it's, it's a bit alarming. You're in such a small, confined space, and they are blasting each other. Oh, into the board. Yes. It's like it's hockey. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So uh, I thought Turpin was he, he was explaining, uh, you know, he, somebody said, well, do you think you've got the attention in other teams? He goes, well, I've had the attention since I did what I did against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. You know, they mm-hmm. kind of know where I'm at. And he had told me before, after that Charger practice, not the game, I said, well, they're going to start pinning you to – the sideline mm-hmm. and he goes yeah but i know how to get out of it mm-hmm. i said okay think about this uh, okay and producer supreme chris beam just put this little bug in my ear that you know with the new pro bowl rules mm-hmm. okay he'll be if pretty he can damn make, good if he can, if, if, <laughs> and he's in and right now what, what is returner, he he's he leading the league there. in punt yes. return average yes. so he's in the lead to be the Maybe pro bowl return teamer. guy mm-hmm. okay so you get him in that uh, flag football they're going to play well they've always they've been playing that in the pro bowl haven't no, they no not flag oh yeah, exactly they <laughs> no, just it's have been flags touch, on touch <laughs> they don't have flags it's touch football that was a good one that was a good one i was funny that was funny. But anyway, so um, he explained what happened on his, his kick because it, it pinned him on the sideline. And he goes, well, I'm in the middle of the field, and I knew I had room because, you know, where they were punting from. I didn't realize it. He said, so their punter's left-footed. So if he's going to pin me, he's, he, he's going to kick it to the right. Uh, and he goes, so I kind of faked him to go right, and then he shanked it to the left. And that's why I got over there, yeah. and I got it. Uh, and and he, and I don't know if you guys have ever heard this, but I remember the first time, uh, I think it was uh, John Jett, uh, the Cowboys punter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was left-footed. And the first time he had to punt was against the Giants at MetLife or whatever stadium they were in. And Chris Bonio, who was the kicking coach then, he told me before the game, he goes, I guarantee you they will fumble two of his punts. And I go, why do you say that? He goes, he's left-footed. Mm-hmm. And when the ball turns over with a left footer, That's right. it, it goes spins a different, different direction. And it, it, and it dips down yeah. like it go, it backs up. And and sure enough, he saw that, that it was a left footer. Yeah. And he needed to make sure that he was on the ball because it backs up on you. And uh, and then he said, yeah. And then he said, I just kind of did my thing. And 
He said, I just couldn't miss that punt. Mm. But he was 28 yards, right? It should have been almost 63. That was a good one. He says, I'll get one because I'm a playmaker. I love his confidence. I, I like him. I mean, he, he talks just as much as Michael Parsons in regards to confidence and right. just raw confidence. It's not bragging. No, it's just no. Fact. It's just not, yeah. I got this there's talent. Just, there's no right? bragging if it's fact. He's so Louisiana, <laughs> <laughs> which is a good thing. What part is he way. from? Monroe. Monroe. Oh, yeah. He's 35 miles from Grambling. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, anyway, there's, there's your other little tidbit. You know, there's a number of left-footed punters in the league. Are there probably no. That's probably one of the reasons is – well, they're good. You got to right. be good enough to do it. But uh, well, I remember when Je- I bet you there's more left-handed punters than there are left-handed quarterbacks. Oh, was no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely right. And Just I remember so. when the Cowboys were going to face a left-handed punter. Then Jet did more punting in in special teams to get them ready for the way the ball spins. Left-handed quarterbacks. Name one. I just saw one. Who was it? It's like we saw a white rhino or something. Well, Steve Young. No, I mean now. Bill's going to look it up. He'll find it. That's a good question. On Mick Shots here. On oh, well, let's take a break, and we're going to come back with yeah. a full list yeah, of uh, left-handed quarterbacks <laughs> in this league that, besides Kellen Moore when we come back in a moment. <laughs> we paid how much for those lessons? She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? Great job, honey! Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back to mixed shots. Miller Lite is proud to bring you QBBQ Fest Dallas, located at the Miller Lighthouse at AT AT&T Stadium. Join your Cowboys from November 4th through the 6th for some of the best barbecue in the country. Get your tickets today. SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider 
of AT&T Stadium. Good job. Yeah. You know okay. what you think it should say? Get your tickets today at? We'll have an at there next time. Um, left-handed quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and I uh-huh. almost blurted this out, but I didn't want to sound stupid. So I sounded stupid anyway <laughs> by not blurting it out. Tua. Tua. Okay. It was, it was one of those things where Tua's left-handed, but I was like, well, what if he's not left-handed? That would really sound stupid. And now I think about it, I really sound stupid for not saying Tua. So that's anyway, how, that's Tua. That's how obvious it was. <laughs> that's how, yeah, obvious, that's how yeah. obvious it was. So Tua, okay, and Kellen Moore, obviously, was the only other one, uh, was one prior, okay, 2012 through mm-hmm. 17. Mm-hmm. Okay, prior to that and also overlapping Kellen Moore for a little bit, it's an obvious one. But the, can I, I could, go? I could see him. Producer Supreme's got it. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. He's a quarterback. <laughs> he, yes, he was. A <laughs> yeah, quarter, he was he a quarterback was. actually oh, okay. in a playoff game as okay. well. Okay. All right. Okay. For Denver. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know that he threw the ball in that game, but he was. Uh, it was, no, it he, was actually a big throw. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he had, yeah. He I know. He made a big decent. throw. Yeah, it was decent. One. It was an Alvin Harper type yeah. pass. That's right. <laughs> um. All right. How many, Other, won, how many won Super Bowls? Well, let's go through, back through it here. Okay. I already know. I got Pat White. I got Matt Leinert. Okay. Steve Young. There you go. Jared Lorenzen, left-handed. You know. What was his first name? Jared Lorenzen, the Jared? hefty lefty. Yeah. The hefty lefty. <laughs> yeah, we remember him. Uh-huh. Chris Sims. Michael Vick. Okay. There's another one Super on Bowl the premises. Winners. Super Bowl winners. There is another one. We talk about Kellen Moore being a lefty quarterback. There is another one on the premises here at the Star. A prominent role on this coaching staff. Nussmeyer? Nussmeyer. Doug Nussmeyer. So in that quarterback room, you got your offensive coordinator and your quarterback's coach, both lefties. Okay. Mark Brunel. Todd Marinovich, a lefty. Okay. I'm going to go back to you want Super Bowl winners. How about Steve Young? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, four-time Pro Bowler, first-team All-Pro, NFL Most Valuable Player for the Cincinnati Bengals. Boomer Esiason. Boomer. That's right. He didn't win one. No, he didn't win one. Yeah. No, did not win one. Okay. Jim Zorn, lefty. Nope. Uh, Bobby Douglas. Mickey's nope. very familiar with Bobby. Here is another Super Bowl winner for you. With the Raiders. Kenneth. Kenneth mm-hmm. Stabler. There you go. And that that is it. There are other names, but, but so yeah. since names. you that brought since you brought up a former Bears quarterback. Yes. To bring it back to here. Cooper Rush has engineered a game winning drive in each of his first three wins. Joining Virgil Carter (laughs) as the only two quarterbacks with game-winning drives in each of their first three starts in 1968. I've never heard of Virgil Carter. I have not either. You haven't heard of Virgil no, Carter? No, no. I've not heard oh, he was heard. A, I thought that was like Vince's uh, nickname. This was <laughs> this was this the was, Gomer Pot, that was Vince Carter. This was in this <laughs> right. <laughs> this lonely desert of quarterbacks the Sergeant Bears Carter. threw out there after Rudy Bukic <laughs> helped them get to the win there. What year is this? Nineteen sixty eight. Wow. Wow, you can have that. Yeah. But he mentioned Bobby Douglas. 
mm-hmm. which, who was a starter for the Bears. Yep. Virgil Carter was a starter oh, for the Bears. Oh, that's Doug right there. That's Doug. So I didn't know Doug would be actually listed. Nussmeyer? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, Virgil Carter, three. I wonder if anybody's done it four times. Oh, we're going to find out. Right? Because, because it says here if he wins his fourth career start. Would, the Cowboy fans do not want him to be four, <laughs> to do it four times no, in a row, no. right? No. You want to be ahead. It's like it's going back to Troy Aikman where, you know, Aikman didn't have hardly any fourth-quarter comebacks. Right. He's ahead he's always game. ahead. He controlled the game with Emmitt Smith. That's right. What else you got? That's, not, he, that's not something you really want. Honor. If he does it, he'll be the first Cowboys quarterback and 27th in NFL history to win his first four starts. So if guy, he, just if he wins the start, yeah, okay, yeah. So right. wait, the so, guy before that. Now you talked about the, the no. Guy. That was the game-winning drives to win. All right, fourth quarter okay. game-winning okay. drive. Yeah. Okay, three, three in a row. Okay, so you're on a different subject now. Yeah, to this was, start this to start your career four and zero. He'll be say it again. To start the uh, career with his fourth career start in a win mm-hmm. would be the first in franchise history okay. and twenty seventh overall. All right, in the NFL. And uh, we're going to so do you all that, a favor and not, not list the rare. other 20 It's not that rare. Please right? don't. <laughs> it's not that rare. It's Although I wonder how, fa- how, many, how, how far back are they going. Right. right. And then how, how far did those teams go? Right. You know, it's like you said, you know, having to come back all the time. Yeah, and we're talking wins. As far. I know we changed subjects, but having to come back all the time, you got to wonder what that season ended up like. It's like, it's like uh, you know, Sometimes those L.A. did it all the time. Okay, <laughs> L.A. had... I don't know if he had the record, but mm-hmm. he had so many that was high up on his Hall of Fame resume. And I kind of like that means he was coming like the come from ahead wins. <laughs> Not the come the from behind wins. Put him in that position. <laughs> Win from ahead. Uh-huh. And by the way, there, there's been uh, a couple stats I saw out there that uh, you know Rush was tied with so and so and so and so. Well, one of the names they threw out there, he was tied with was Kevin Sweeney. Now, he won his first two starts as a replacement team quarterback. Mm-hmm. There needs to be an asterisk. That really there, should. Right? That really should. If that's the case, then my, my strike year stuff should have an asterisk on it. Anybody that had a strike year should have an asterisk on their stats. And we only had nine games in 87. Yeah, but you at least you played them against NFL players. Yeah, that's true. Not against replacement that's guys, that's right? That's true. Mm-hmm. But the season was shortened. Yes, it was. So that's where the asterisk As comes in. As was the 87 mm-hmm. season. That's where the asterisk should come in. Most most interceptions in a nine-game season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's the asterisk right there. <laughs> All right, so are, are we uh, taking these uh, commanders seriously? I, am. I know. I am. By the way, yeah. Everson had five picks in 1987, and none in a replacement game. Mm-hmm. And because you lost I don't, because I was a union rep, Doug Nabbit. I don't. I don't. I don't scab. And you lost four four games. They lost. <laughs> no, I mean the league lost. Oh yeah, okay, four games. the league. I thought you really. No, yeah. no, no. They yeah, won. They lost. They got you two wins. <laughs> right. They sure did. Yeah. But the, so the, the, I think Washington ended up. God, they ended up they came capitalizing and, big time on it. And they beat you. They sure did. 
Uh, okay, Bill, what was your question? What are you study- I said I was you looking taking, at the '87 season. Are you taking the Commanders seriously? I am. Mm-hmm. Of course, I am. Okay. I just I'm, I'm taking You're them not? so seriously. I've already got my click to pick and all. Have that. you looked at the around the league this year? I know. It's you, you the, think that I don't trust anyone. This okay, year. let me put it this way: Do you think the, the Chargers take Jacksonville seriously Man, this weekend? Tell me about it. They better. Well, they didn't. Yeah, they lost thirty-eight That's what to I ten. Said. They better at uh-huh. home. Did, well, did I got a feeling? Did Indianapolis Herbert shouldn't have been playing? Did Indianapolis take Jacksonville seriously? Well, they should have since their they track record against uh, yeah. against Jacksonville over the, the years. Who did Jacksonville? The, Col- the Colts were not taken seriously, and they won. All right, are, is Philadelphia taking Jacksonville seriously this week? Oh, I bet they are. I bet they are too. Who did Jacksonville play their first game of the year and lose to? Washington. That's mm. right. That's what I was going to point out, and the fact that Wentz in his first two games wasn't he was pretty good. Um, Wentz might have been okay in this game if he had a chance to throw the football. He got sacked nine times. And, and by the way, Brandon Graham is the NFC Defensive Player of the Week. How many of those did he get? He had get? two and a half sacks and I think a forced fumble. Wait a minute. Uh, but but Instead DeMarcus, of DeMarcus Lawrence, Lawrence had three sacks. Yeah. Right? And like four tackles, right? Something six, like that? Six tackles. Come on. And he had a couple tackles for losses. And oh, I know he was disappointed. A couple more quarterback hits. He was. He I was, think they're factoring in that Trayvon and Micah are going to be defensive player of the week many times during this season, probably. so they can't give it to a Cowboy. Yeah, it I'm has kidding, to be superlative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So three sacks is pretty superlative. So it the really Cowboys is. now lead the league with 13 sacks. Philadelphia second with 12. Night in one game. Mm-hmm. It's like that'll jump you up there in mm-hmm. in the sack department, um, and. You know, Lawrence, uh, he, he said his foot's okay. So uh, I saw him putting his socks on without much trouble. So that was a good sign, if that means anything to you. Now, and Philadelphia jumped ahead of Washington in that game. But it wasn't, you know, it was a 24-8 to game. That's and what I'm saying. They only scored. You would think with nine sacks, you had 40 points. Right. Rushing the football, Miles Sanders had 15 carries for 46 yards against Washington. Mm-hmm. So three yards a carry right there. I mean, even Hurts, nine carries, 20 yards. Right. You know, so so they didn't run the ball very no, well. No, it was Washington. bombs away. Mm-hmm. 340 yards. And they were yards. wide and, and, open. And, well, and a lot of them, even those 50-50 balls, yeah. you know, they weren't great passes. Well, the one, he was out of bounds. Right. Was that the game? Uh, I think it was Devontae Smith caught one on the right sideline, and you could see he would. I thought when I saw it, I thought he's out of bounds. Yes, yes, now and, I know. And then Rivera yeah. stood there like, uh, and then he threw the flag, and they said it was too late. Right. Well, I don't know that it was. But, it, but you know that, what? You know what? The, whoever was doing the game, they said, "Well, the flag hadn't hit the ground yet." I go, "What does that mean?" He <laughs> threw the flag. So it has a point of contact. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like making a catch and you got to have both feet down. It, right? it, 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 well, so is the is it like once you reach for it? Is that when it's the? Well, I think once you got it here, right? Yeah, but but, but what, got, what if it's just still in your pocket in your hand? No, I think you got to pull it out. Okay, so yeah. Because you could put it there yeah. and like, oh, I don't uh-huh. know. And uh-huh. then, All right, and so so Washington, and I'll have to go back and watch this game. But Washington, I watched the whole thing. Live. No, I'm talking about the Jacksonville game. Oh, oh. First game of the year, they scored 28 against Jacksonville. How many yards? And Jacksonville did Wentz, has given up 10 points since then. How many yards did Wentz throw for? Like 300. 
He threw for 313 in that game. He was 27 out of 41 for 313, two picks and four touchdown passes. And I bet they thought, whoa, we got, we got our a quarterback. Son. And he threw for 337 the next week against Detroit in a 36 27 loss to the Lions. Yeah. So they it, lost it, to the Lions? I, yeah, 36 27. So, and you know, in Philadelphia, just beat the Lions by three in the opener. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. the one I'm thinking about. The, 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 yeah. They came back on Philly. Because I, heard, some, game. I right. heard somebody talking about it, and they go, well, the Cowboys are only a three point favorite. How can that be? Well, it's the NFL. It's the NFL. Man, Lions and are coming to their town, first too. two games weren't all that bad. Mm-hmm. So this is not the you know everybody's like okay they're going to be three and one nah. going to the Rams. You know I don't you better slow down. This this season is going to be so interesting. The P word keeps coming up parody, and everybody doesn't like parody. You know some people just like the status quo where you just go in and if I'm the dominant team then I should win. But this parody thing is. Uh, it's kind of scary for head coaches because no one – to me, parity means like no one's consistent. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that everything's evened out. It means like everybody's making mistakes and everybody's screwing up well, to where no one can take uh, take advantage of their situation. And what we were talking about yesterday, so uh, the, the amount of points being scored in this league is way down. I got it for to, you. To the point that only two teams scored 30 or more points this past week, and I believe it's since 2010 now. Uh, yeah. That's this, what you said. I, I saw this note from Mark Maskey. Uh, he's, uh, I, I think he's still with the Washington Post. Scoring is down so far this season to 42.1 points per game. That's combined. Yes. Both teams. The over. From <laughs> last year at this time, it was 47.1 uh, through week three. Passing yards per game is down to 462.1 this season. It had been 490 through the first three weeks last hmm. season. And I thought I saw something about uh, – oh, here's another one. He had another good one. The 18 games decided by three or fewer points and the 25 decided by six or fewer points are the most in NFL history through the first three weeks. And that's, that's kind of what we talked about. A total of 48 games, 25 of them have been decided by six or fewer points. Yeah. That's what we talked about yeah. yesterday with the no, no more than two scores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did go back and I found my thing, and it was uh, after three weeks, 17 teams are not averaging more than 20 points a game. So there you go. So don't be thinking no cakewalk on this. It's not a cakewalk, and we're going to explore it further tomorrow at noon here on Mix Shots. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?